are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, let's do it, everybody. Let's play it on a Tuesday, June 9th, and a Wednesday, June 10th. It is another installment of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day indeed. Matt Derry with you, your host here on Locked On Lions. Thank you for listening. Today's episode brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. And we're also, of course, brought to you by our friends at Built Bar Baby. Put that promo code in, locked on, get $10 off your first order. Follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Locked On Lions. Also, the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page and And please, subscribe to the podcast. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, if you have it on your phone, just hit subscribe, and you're there. Also, follow us and like us on Spotify. On the program today, thescore.com rated the NFL general managers and the NFL coaches. We will tell you where our very own Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia rank among the experts at thescore.com as they've done uh, sort of some polling here over the last couple of weeks. Also, some Lions news as one of their draft picks has officially inked his 2020 um, contract. So we'll tell you all about that today here on the program. We thank you for listening and uh, tuning in and uh, joining us today. And, you know, when you talk Detroit Lions football and you're looking at the future and you're looking at where this organization stands and, and where it's going, a lot of people continue to question, and they should question, Uh, whether or not this team will be able to get to the quarterback and whether or not this team will be able to rush the passer with some consistency and get people closer to the other team's quarterback. So many times we saw it last year, whether it was Kirk Cousins twice, whether it was Mitch Trubisky twice, whether it was Aaron Rodgers, whatever the games were, the Lions could not find a way to win any division games, and a lot of it, was due to the fact that the pass rush just didn't get home. And I, I saw uh, an article, I think it was uh, Logan um, over at SI wrote an article about, um, you know, Trey Flowers building off of a very solid first year. Trey Flowers did not have a good year. I, I don't care if he had over eight sacks. I'm, I'm sorry. This team's going to need Trey Flowers to be a lot better than he was last year. But they're also going to need Julian O'Quara to be this... You know, third-round pick that comes out of nowhere. And I'm not saying out of nowhere. People know he's good. But what if he plays the way people thought he was going to play after his junior year and and maybe have that sort of first-round explosiveness off the edge that's going to take him to the next level? You recall his junior season, Julian O'Quara in 2018 for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Had eight sacks. All right. Had a handful of tackles for a loss. Twelve and a half tackles for a loss. That's more than a handful. And people said this guy has some first round talent, decided to come back for his senior year only to um, break his leg. So he was out after nine games. Still had five sacks last year and seven tackles for a loss. Julian O'Quara today the Lions announced, has signed his rookie deal with the team. The deal, according to uh, Spotrack, is four years worth $4.9 million, guaranteed signing bonus of $1.4 million, uh, but his cap hit for this year will be just $895,000. 
know, this dude has got some talent, and I loved the pick in the third round. Right? PFF graded him since 2018 as an 18.4% pressure rate, which tied him for the highest mark among all edge defenders in this year's draft class. So we know this. The Lions uh, couldn't get to the passer last year. And part of it was his brother underachieved. Romeo didn't exactly tear the world on fire either after getting a new contract. But you watch Julian O'Quara play, and I've watched plenty of tape, and I've you know seen the highlights, and you look at look at the at the build. You know, this is not a heavy, you know, normally the Lions love these big guys. Julian O'Quara isn't 6'4, 270 coming off the edge. He's 6'4, 250. He's tall, he's lean, he can run. And yes, it's just a transaction today. And yes, the Lions are going to sign their draft picks. They've already signed uh three of them. Logan Stenberg, the fourth-round pick, the guard from Kentucky. John Penasini, the sixth-round pick and defensive tackle from Utah. And now Julian O'Quara. But this is the kid I might be the most excited about in this draft class. And yes, the draft class, at least the first few picks, all look like home runs. How do you not get excited about Julian uh, Julian O'Quara? Jeffrey Okuda, you know he's going to play. DeAndre Swift, you know he's going to play. And then here comes Julian O'Quara and, and, and Jonah Jackson. And this team may have four, not may, should have four new starters right away. And maybe Stenberg makes five. You never know. But this guy has some talent. And he's a good kid. You know, you know he's going to live with his brother. He's going to be on the straight and narrow. And, and, and if he can come off the edge and have a different kind of look than what Trey Flowers brings, and he can really run, that's what the Lions have lacked for a while. I know they've been married to these bigger D linemen, these guys that can play inside and outside, the Deshaun Hand types, uh, you know, and some of the others that have lined up uh, both, uh, you know, on the nose and outside, you know, outside the tackle box and all that crap. This is a kid that can fly. And if and if he can provide, I'm not saying he's an ex-Lawrence Taylor, but I'm excited about Julian O'Quara. And I love the fact the deal is done. And, you know, we can sit here and talk about things on the field, but this is a kid that's going to be very, very important. And they need him. They need him to perform. And maybe he'll push his brother. And maybe the Oquaras will be meeting at the quarterback together. I don't know how much they're going to be on the field at the same time. Obviously, Jamie Collins is another guy the Lions are going to want to put out there and help rush the passer. Who knows? Many of you want Jared Davis on the edge. But that's a good problem to have if... A bunch of guys are all getting into the uh, backfield, the other team. So the more I the more I watch him, the more I like him. All right, uh, <laughs> rankings never seem to go the Lions' way or favor when it comes to what national people think of the Lions. But I found an interesting couple of lists today at thescore.com, ranking the general managers and ranking the head coaches. We'll tell you where Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia rank. Coming up next. First, though, we'll tell you about rockauto.com. All right? We got so many different cars in this area. We've got, we're the Motor City. It's impossible to stock up on all the parts you need from a traditional chain storefront, especially right now during COVID, right? And if you're still a little itchy about going out, the place to go to get your auto parts is rockauto.com. Their prices are the same for everybody, and they are reliably low. 
RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible, rather than changing their prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. Right? Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com, they give you the best price no matter what you are. All right, they're a family-owned business. They serve auto parts customers online. They've done it for over 20 years. Check out their website, rockauto.com, to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything. Engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks by going to rockauto.com. Go there right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked On, in their How Did You Hear About Us box, so they know we sent you here at Locked On Lions. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. I welcome back Matt Derry with you on this Tuesday, June the 9th. Hope everybody's having a... uh, Good week so far. Some nice weather today. A little hot, but sunny. And uh, if you missed yesterday's podcast, we talked to Jason Waller from the uh, Pow- from Power Home Solar, the CEO, and also the True Underdog podcast. Jason knows a lot of the Lions players. And if you listen to him talk, he tells you, these guys are all bought in. He's like BFFs with Matt Prater. So check that out uh, yesterday if you missed it uh, here on Lockdown Lions. All right, so um, thescore.com is a sports site. And they're powered by USA Today. Their football staff evaluated the leadership positions within each NFL organization to determine which franchise possesses the best management group. GMs, head coaches, coordinators, owners. And then on Friday, they'll do the final results. So on Monday, yesterday, they did general managers. All right. The the, the best general manager in the NFL, according to the score.com staff, is Bill Belichick. Number two is Brett Veach from the Chiefs, Mickey Loomis of the Saints, Kevin Colbert of the Steelers, and Howie Roseman of the Eagles round out the top five. The bottom five general managers, Bill O'Brien at 32, runs the Texans. 31, Dave Caldwell of the Jags. Number 30, Mike Brown of the Bengals, who, of course, has owned the team and run the team forever. Dave Gettleman, 29th of the Giants. And Andrew Barry of the Browns at 28, which I I don't think is fair because all Andrew Barry has done in his first offseason is picked up Jack Conklin and Austin Hooper and had a pretty good draft. So why he's 28th, to me, you you take the new guys and and they shouldn't be on the list. They should be ineligible. But the good news is I just named you five general managers before Bob Quinn. Many of you would say, now wait a minute. Bob Quinn would be in the bottom five based on the fact that Bob has run the Lions for four years. A couple of winning records, yes. But not a, uh, not a playoff win to be had. Bob Quinn checks in at number 25, actually. Joe Douglas of the Jets was worse, 26. Ron Rivera, 27, was worse. So Bob Quinn was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8th worst. But at 25. TheScore.com writes, quote, Matthew Stafford's contract, which was the highest in league history when it was signed in 2017, now offers good value for a top-tier quarterback. However, despite possessing a franchise signal caller, Quinn hasn't been able to build a strong roster around him. Granted, the offensive line has improved, and landing wideout Kenny Galladay in the third round in 2017 was a steal. But some of Detroit's questionable decisions include using the eighth overall pick 
Oh, boy. On tight end TJ Hawkinson and signing Trey Flowers to a $90 million deal. The Lions are also 9-22-1 under coach Matt Patricia. I think that's fair. I think where they have Bob Quinn ranked at 25th is 100% fair. Now, Ryan Pace comes in at 24. I would put uh, Bob Quinn ahead of Ryan Pace. I think Bob Quinn is actually a better general manager than Ryan Pace. But again, the Chicago Bears uh, were in the playoffs and won the division two years ago. And Ryan Pace pulled off that Khalil Mack deal, which was pretty darn good. Um, Also, a couple other guys uh, in that vicinity. Uh, Miso Herney, Marty Herney at 23 from uh, Carolina. Chris Greer, 22 uh, from the Dolphins. Mike Mayock, 21. Uh, Jason Light, uh, 20 with the Bucks. I have no issue with Bob Quinn at 25. But see, here, here's, here's the thing. Bob Quinn now is, I'm not saying he's in trouble, but last year's draft class must perform this year. And guys must take the next step. <clears throat> Same thing goes with this year's draft class. When you're picking as high as the Lions did, and you had f- uh, your first four picks, um, your first, yeah, f- your first four picks in, in the first three rounds, because they moved up to get Jonah Jackson. Those guys have got to be starters, and they got to be key contributors right off the bat. DeAndre Swift can't just come in and be a complimentary piece to carry on Johnson. DeAndre Swift was taken 35th. He's got to be a ball player. I'm not saying a pro bowler, but I'm saying a, a, a big-time performer. TJ Hawkinson is getting you know, laughed at by everybody. Because, again, the Lions passed on the likes of Devin Bush and others. And that's on Bob Quinn. Now, Hawkinson got hurt. He had a really good first game, and that was it. But he's got to be an upper-tier tight end if you're taking him at 8. Bob Quinn didn't draft him at 20. And oh, by the way, the guys that Bob Quinn has drafted at 20, like Jared Davis and Taylor Decker, are all average players. Jared Davis is below average. How many of these guys not named Kenny Galladay can you say Bob Quinn stole? Bob, whoa, what a find by Quinn. Tracy Walker, I would like to put in that category this year. I think he's got that potential. I like the Deron Harmon pickup. Maybe just maybe he's that center fielder back there on the defense and becomes a pretty pretty darn good safety combo with Walker. You know, Frank Ragnow, is he going to be a pro bowler this year? Are we finally going to go, wow, the Lions have a stud hoss in the middle of that offensive line. But I think the 25th ranking for Bob Quinn, number 25, is extremely fair. Very fair. And absolutely the likes of Dave Gettleman and others, others should be behind him. Today they did where the coaches are ranked. And I have a sneaking feeling Matt Patricia is in the bottom five. We'll do that coming up next. All right, this morning, you know what I had for my breakfast? There's the wrapper. Oh, yeah. Built Bar, baby. Had the German chocolate cake. Built Bar was 170 calories. It's so good. And only 170 calories. I didn't go out to one of these fast food places and stuff my face with... You know, a chicken biscuit, which I'd love to do. I had myself an amazingly awesome built bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I was arguing with some of my guys at work today on our uh, Tuesday meeting Zoom call. Chavez Vincent, he had a built bar. This guy, Chris Bessonen, he had some other bar he was raving about. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's built bar, baby, or bust. Chavez knows. 
All right? They, these are tasty. They taste like a candy bar. They're all covered in chocolate. And the great thing is they're soft, easy to chew, and they're good for you. I just ordered a new box today. Got my mint brownies coming in. Mint brownie is so good, and it's only 110 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs, and 15 grams of protein. I'm telling you, build your own box, do whatever you want on their website. It's easy to use. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at builtbar.com. That's builtbar.com. All right, so we told you about the ranking from the score.com of they're doing the uh, management rankings. Today, head coaches. Oh, boy. All right. And again, this is put together by the USA Today uh, and the score.com football staff. As far as head coaches goes, Bob Quinn, we said, was seventh worst ranked. He was 25th out of 32. Start from the uh, started from the bottom. Now we're here. let's start from the bottom. Let's start from the top. Bill Belichick, number one. You can't argue that. All right, the guys won six Super Bowls. Andy Reid, number two, from the Kansas City Chiefs. Sean Payton, number three, New Orleans Saints. Always considered a a big time mind, and we get that Sean Payton. Doug Peterson, Eagles, is four. John Harbaugh of the Ravens is five. I would have put Mike Tomlin somewhere in the top five. I'm a, I'm a Mike Tomlin fan. He's actually ranked seventh behind uh, Kyle Shanahan. Then Tomlin, then Pete Carroll, then Sean McDermott, and then Sean McVay of the Rams. Those are your top ten coaches. Mike Vrabel, 13, is a steal. All right. We keep scrolling. We get to the bottom. Worst coach as far as the scores, football staff is considered as Adam Gase at 32 of the Jets. 31, Joe Judge of the Giants. But again, how can you judge Mr. Judge? Here come the judge because he hasn't coached a game yet. At number 30, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Patricia. Quote, the rocket scientist hasn't figured out how to get the Detroit Lions to launch. Patricia has a 9-22-1 record in two years as a head coach. His tenure has been a rocky one to say the least. And though the organization is stuck by him, the same can't be said for some of his players. Former Lions corner Darius Slay petitioned for a trade, afterward revealing that he and his ex-coach didn't see eye-to-eye, and it was hard to play for Patricia. The 45-year-old enters 2020 firmly on the hot seat. All right, well, if you recall, Matt Patricia got a four-year contract. He has two, two more years left on his deal. I think I'm right. Or did he sign a five-year deal? No, I think Matt Patricia's uh, got two more years left. I'm going to double-check this because I want to be correct here. But the bottom line is this. Hot seat or not, um, you know, where where he is or not, Matt Patricia must win this season. It is time for the Lions to, you know, get this get this going here. Um. Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn's contract expire in 2022. Uh, 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 uh. I want to make sure I'm right on this. Oh, through so Matt Patricia signed a five-year contract. 2018, 2019, 20. Yeah, five years. Okay, so I was wrong at the beginning. So here we are. Right, Patricia and Quinn are tied together. Um, 
<laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's sitting here and saying that Matt Patricia's players don't like him and they all want out. Um, I, 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 I think those days are over. I, I, unless somebody really turns on him this year, and we get some very disgruntled players coming out of nowhere, I think they've cleaned out, cleaned out the locker room. And Matt Patricia now has all the guys in there that are on his side and are ready to go to battle with him, which is certainly interesting. But the bottom line is this. He's got to win. And he, it's not about the guys, you know, it's not about the guys all sticking together. It's about how Matt Patricia can scheme and out-scheme the opponents. If you recall his first season in 2018, after a tumultuous beginning to the year, that saw the Lions lose their first two games and look bad doing it against the Jets and the Niners, they come home. And Matt Patricia outcoaches Bill Belichick at Ford Field. And you say to yourself, wait a minute. He kept Brady in check. The Lions moved the football in that game. They made all the right decisions. And it seems like there's something there. And you talk to NFL people and they say, Matt Patricia's not this dummy that every all the Lions fans thinks he is because all the games in it, they're close. They're in every game. It's not like Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs came in and walloped the Lions. It's not like the Lions went to Lambeau Field for Monday Night Football last year and got molly-whopped. They should have won. And that was a Packers team that won 13 games last year, and the Lions went to Lambeau and got robbed by the refs, among other things. But then do you put the shoe on the other foot and say, yeah, but Patricia's teams can't close. Patricia's teams can't get stops. How many times have I complained about his clock management at the end of halves and his failure to use his timeouts. Nobody goes into halftime with more timeouts in that sweet back pocket of his than Matty P. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's unfair to rank him where the, where the score has him ranked at 30. They've got Zach Taylor ahead of him. They've got Kevin Stefanski ahead of him. They've got Doug Marone. They've got all these rookie coaches ahead of him. Matt Rule, Stefanski, Taylor. And it's because of the record. Nine twenty-two and one is 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 bad, especially when you're not an OT, a rebuilding franchise. So I think ranking him thirtieth is fair. Now it's time for him to go out and prove that he's got all the guys in his locker room on the same page, and he and Bob Quinn have have picked up enough guys, whether they're all expatriates or not, in free agency, to get the job done and win. Because I think this offense has plenty of talent. I'm still worried about the defense. All right, that'll do it for Locked on Lions for another day. Thank you for listening here. As always, brought to you by our friends at Build Bar and by rockauto.com. Talk to you again tomorrow.